0: Hey guys, this is Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. So do you want to hear the realization that I had today? What? I was pulling up at your house (laughs) and I had just been texting a friend about us going out on a girls night. Yeah. And like she was like, when are you free? And I was like, mm, I don't know. Let me talk to Montana. And I was like, we're usually free weekends. And I was like, Montana and I are a couple. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, let me just check with her. This is when we're usually free together. i like, I come in your house. I love being a couple. I right I'm
1: like, what you got to eat? Right in my pantry. Please. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm taking fees for you did, your hands
0: were full and everything, taking
1: them over to the couch. I don't care, that stuff will sit
0: forever. I just laughed so hard because I was like, oh my god, we are a couple. We have a business together and we're a couple. This is my serious relationship.
1: Honestly, it's the greatest relationship I've ever been in same, my entire life.
0: Same. <laughs> I mean, the only thing missing is the sex, and I'm not—I can't—I can't, girl. But if
1: I could swing that way, I wouldn't say no. no
0: seriously, like we—we'd we'd be a fucking amazing lesbian couple. We'd be the
1: best. I
0: know. But yeah, we basically—we're a couple without the sex. We're in a very serious relationship. I just walk into your house. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" Like,
1: I walk into yours. I know that's what I'm saying. Like. Even though I try to tell you though, like, hey, I'm coming over because I'll probably scare the shit out of you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I know. I just pull up and I'm like, "Sup? What you got to eat?" <laughs> I'm
1: such a. i am such I always have stuff in my pantry. You I have. I have the best like you sweet do. stuff, don't I?
0: You really do. Your girl's got like, a sweet mm-hmm. tooth. But your girl. Got me hugged on dark chocolate almonds. Ah, oh, I did. And the milk chocolate strawberries. Yeah, I've got like dark chocolate almonds and milk chocolate strawberries in my fucking. We couch. are turning
1: into each other. I know. Oh my gosh,
0: it's amazing. I'm totally fine with it.
1: Hey, I could get you addicted to worse things. Yeah,
0: but like that. <laughs> that was my realization but it made me happy i just started giggling oh i love that (laughs) i really do i love that so much i was like i'm saving it for the podcast because it just made
1: me i know you're like i have something to say on the podcast but i'm not telling you what it is and i'm like oh (laughs) this could oh this This could could go go like yeah sometimes i'm scared what you're gonna say
0: (laughs) Oh, we're the best couple ever. Shit,
1: I know, and yeah. we're back because we didn't have an episode last week because you
0: we were in Florida mm, and I, I missed was. you dearly. I just have to say one thing. What? You've also seen my boobs <laughs> 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 on our trip to Salem. We didn't have any privacy. It was just like, whoa, here we go. And you've heard me having sex, so. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I'm sure when we're roomies again, I'm going to hear a bunch of you having sex again. I'll try
0: and be better. It doesn't
1: bug me. It doesn't bother me. I
0: just, yeah, it just made me giggle. I was like, fully a couple. Seen your boobs? You've seen my boobs? Um, I'm going to like call
1: out Flash here for a minute because he was messaging me, right? He said, I'm heading to Northern Kentucky to pick up some wood, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I have an awesome podcast I get to listen to. And I'm like, oh, sorry. We actually don't have an episode this oh, week. Oh, yeah. I'm you can sorry, blame Liz. <clears throat> it's my fault. And he was like, it's okay. I'll just miss your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I like stared at it for a minute, like, what? And he was like, voice. He's like, that is the worst autocorrect ever. <laughs>
0: I don't know, voice to boobs, Mm, flash, you just wanted her to flash you, it's
1: fine, I get it. I I was laughing so hard, he was just like, oh my god, that's the worst autocorrect ever. But I'm like, wait, I don't remember talking about my boobs, I remember you talking about your boobs on the podcast. Oh yeah, I
0: did, I did, that's right. Yeah, -hmm. We're very open here. Yeah,
1: so I had to call him out on that, because that made me laugh pretty hard.
0: Shout out!
1: Yeah. Oh, man, so Shad came up to me at work, and he's he wants another shout-out because he's, like, he's getting mad at G. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> They're in competition with yeah. each other. That's he was like, hilarious. I'm her. I haven't had one in a while. <laughs> like i'm her i'm like okay so shad
0: you're the og shout out you are the og you're gonna be on the merch
1: yeah shout out to shad shout out
0: to shad is gonna be the merch okay yeah you are not forgotten you're not forgotten you're like our
1: number one fan Mm -hmm. he said he's so invested in this podcast he went next door to go check out the bartender
0: Uh, oh (laughs) oh
1: Yeah, since with all the car wars, after work, this. he was like, I got to go over there and see what this dude looks like. Mm. And I was like, go for it. I was like, throw stuff at him for me. Say so yeah, I said fuck you for me. Oh my me. god, that's amazing. Yeah. Just bringing a small community together. Exactly. Look at us. He was trying to give me all these ideas of like what to do to the bartender's shaving car. Cream. No, I didn't say that. Really? Yeah, he didn't say shaving cream. Um, he told me some uh, pretty rough stuff. And then so bartender was like, hey, whatever he told you. You can just not do it on my car. Oh my god. So but I'm not gonna tell the bartender like the things he told me, so
0: See, I don't I don't <laughs> have anyone to like go do wars with. I love this. I love this for us. That people are invested enough to go look it up. Look at it's bathroom. meant to
1: be, I'm telling you, because he put a ballerina piggy.
0: Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, he looks pigs. Y'all, if you don't know, Montana's favorite animal is pigs. Like, she's obsessed with pigs.
1: I'm not crazy, I swear.
0: You're not. No, it's cute. Like, every single time I see a pig, I have to send it to you. I'm like, look at this cute little piggy. They're
1: so cute. I know. And I'm like, did you do this intentionally? And there's no way he would have not like pigs. I'm like, this is meant to be.
0: Hey, bartender, if you're listening, what's your spirit animal? I have a reason, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I know why you're saying it. You know why he doesn't know that. But anyway, I love the ballerina pig. Yeah, shit. We're just all very invested, and I love this. And again, Shad,
1: OG, you're the OG.
0: It's you like are the OG. Hard. And
1: Even you, you have to join Patreon because mm-hmm. we talked about some stuff on Patreon that mm-hmm. you wanted to know. Yep. So, today was kind of a sad one. It was a little intense, but. <sighs> yeah. Um, I kind of liked it, though. It's good to get
0: intense and real. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, because sometimes it's hard for me to, like, oh,
0: <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for burping in my face, guy.
0: God, our dogs are, like, extra.
1: He's trying to get on the mic. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: We did talk about on Patreon of like why we're going to be roommates again and we mm-hmm. went in kind of a little in depth about that and the living situation and stuff and mm-hmm. i do know shad when he was one of the people that wanted to know so mm-hmm. sorry guess you got to get on patreon to find yep.
0: out yep i'm not really gonna discuss what i said because it's a mystery so you have to be a patreon member i don't know i, I think it was kind of vulnerable so
1: you have to be on patreon sorry it was and i hate being vulnerable so
0: yeah same these Oh, yeah, and um, sorry guys, I need to apologize for not having a podcast last week. I went blame on vacation, ah, yes, blame me. I went on vacation, I went to Florida, and it was a blast, and I barely got a tan, because half the time it was like cloudy, but uh, it was nice, it was nice. I got to play in the ocean, I got to see dolphins. Oh, that's nice. I love dolphins. It was in your
1: backyard, so it's always a nice change up yeah you gotta see your mom
0: i love seeing mom even though she's crazy shout out to betty oh my god mom what did she do this
1: time she's just like what are we gonna call her bold betty is that (laughs) what we're gonna say
0: bold Bold betty Betty. what 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 did did bold betty say she didn't say anything it's just like she has this cat bob marley and like it's kind of like half feral and like I was sleeping on an air mattress, and it kept deflating like all night. It just kept deflating, and so I have to wake up, inflate <laughs> it, go back to sleep, wake up a few hours later, inflate it, and then the whole time there's all night. And Good then old mom Bob Marley. Like, and then, like, mom's like, kitty, it's okay. Come here, kitty. Kitty, come here, kitty.
1: You want to go outside? Don't want to go outside. Okay, kitty.
0: I get it. My dog's over there making a bunch of noise, too. But not a not a restful experience there. But I still, I mean, I'm still so happy I got to see my mom because she's badass. And I love her. Mom, I love you. I'm just playing with you.
1: You hey, are buddy. bold,
0: though. You bold as hell. hoe. I know. That's her new nickname. Mm-hmm. She is. So fucking bold! Oh my god, just talking yeah.
1: about weddings and shit. This should be a, a nice place to get married. <laughs> Liz's face is not turning red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's a lot. She's a lot. That's all. uh Yeah, but yeah, I am sorry, guys. We didn't. We usually will record two podcasts in a week if we're going on vacation, but I have just been crazy busy. So next time. I got you. I told Montana she should hop on here, but she was like, No. I don't, don't want to
1: talk about here. myself, like by myself.
0: Yeah, I've never- That's I'm not, kinda weird. I'd be yeah. like, hey. There's no one to like bounce off of. Yeah, yeah, I don't know
1: how to no, I'm good. Yeah. I was like, I'll wait for you, my co-host. Couple, couple of the year over here.
0: But now, you know, back to back to the grind. I saw the funniest video today. Hold on. Hold on. I think I shared it to our Instagram story. It's so I have to play this because like I was like yes. Oh, there it went right to it. Okay. All right, Does anyone huh. else find it frustrating that the word grind used Oh no clothed butt on someone else's fully clothed crotch to the song Get Low by the Yin Yang twins in a middle school gymnasium? And now it just means work to pay rent.
1: That's so sad.
0: That is very disappointing. I mean, Does do we all remember like, that song? Get low. Yeah. Shit. I fucking turn. I go crazy when you put on two thousands, early two thousands hip hop. I am a nut. I am like in my bathroom cleaning. I'm like getting low. I'm like, mm, I'm like, I'm twerking. Like I go ape shit for early two thousands hip hop and nineties.
1: Well, this is something to look for.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, shit, like. Yeah, I remember that. Like, grind. I like that better than the grind. Basically, can you guys just, like, make us famous? <laughs> I'm, like, so ready to be a full-time podcaster. Hey, I'm ready.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, I am very sorry, guys. But I think mean, we've got a pretty good episode coming up. Spooky. Yeah. We're doing... Hometown hauntings, which I thought was Uh, interesting. But you also have kind of a ghost story from last night. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that kind of ties into all this. So, it seems to me that I am a magnet (laughs) for shit. I'm a fucking portal. And I can either, like, fully close off and, like, I don't really sense anything. Or I'm fully on and I sense everything. So, I staged the house a few nights ago because, like, activity was starting to ramp up. I mean, other people in my apartment were hearing it. I was like, did you hear that? And they're like, yeah. Like, doorknobs rattling and things moving around and doors, you know, whatever. It wasn't Do we terrible. finally have a believer? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Eh, we'll see. Okay. So, like, I was like, eh, I mean, it's not bad, but, like, it's enough, to, like, to make me a little uncomfortable. Like, they were like – I heard, like, voices in the corner of my eye. Like, ear. Oh i heard voices I'm in the s- corner of my eye i'm so tired <laughs> and you guys will understand why in a second but i've been i've been hearing voices and then i would walk into the room and it was gone just like a lot so i staged it calmed down until last night fucking G! I like tried to go to bed early i was like i'm gonna go to bed early you responsible no i turn off my lights and immediately like footsteps not ideal, but I can handle it. And then the creepiest part is I started hearing scratching from inside my closet, scratching, scratching. So that's not fun. And then like it just everything went fucking haywire. I heard a bell in the other room. I thought that might've been the Fae. I mean, there were good and bad presences there. They were both just like there i i felt like cold spots all over me all night long like i knew something was literally hovering right above my body like watching me and i felt cold like all over my back and like on my shoulder and my hand like it was like right there and there was like one time i was like calling them the angels i was trying to sleep i saw a shadow pass right in front of my eyes i've had
1: that happen that is the creepiest
0: experience ever it's so creepy and just like all fucking night and as if that wasn't enough all of a sudden outside of my window i start hearing an owl what the fuck i'm like an owl i was trying to remember the myth that i was thinking of but i couldn't remember it and there was this there was this other voice like like thought it wasn't my thought but it was like you can't remember this name because you will be in danger and it was basically it's like if someone was trying to sound like an owl, but it wasn't an owl. And I tried to, like, I was telling some of my friends and they're like, oh no, owls are good. It was probably like Diana or like Artemis. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It was not an owl. It was something pretending to be an owl to get me out of bed. But there was a stronger voice inside of me that said, do not go outside, do not look outside and fucking close your windows. So I was like, all right, fuck this. (laughs) I just closed my windows to just shut that the hell up and I kept having to pray to the angels like all night because it just wouldn't stop like it was all night like something kept waking me up something kept like my bed started to shake a little bit again like everything you can think of knocks door slams bells scratching everything last night I was like what in the fuck
1: (laughs) But did did you like who I said the owl was?
0: Who did you say the owl was? I forgot.
1: The Goblin King.
0: Oh. He can have me. I was
1: like, I know, but I said if the Goblin King comes sees you, I'm going to be salty. I get
0: it. I understand. If that was the case. Oh, right. That's right. Because when I was talking about the owl stuff to Chris, I walked in my car and there was a white and black feather that hadn't been there before, which is I think is when you said the Goblin King thing.
1: But do you think the feather in your car that wasn't there before is a good or a bad thing?
0: Well, it, it's interesting. Okay, here's what I'd like. I, this um, article is from com, And it says, and I, there are a few meanings for black and white feathers. But this is the one that really, that, this was the first one. And this is the one that resonated with me. So is a black and white feather meaning and significance. A black and white feather represents the thinning of the veil, the veil that separates this physical world from the unseen realms, but more importantly, it shows up to let you know you possess heightened yet often untapped abilities. Solid. <laughs> so, and I will have to say like last night grim like he would, like, start, he would jump off the bed and run down the hallway and, like, growl. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just me. Oh, and then, of course, the demonic growling behind me at work. think crazy, honestly. Like, it just, I am I asked my friend Jay about it. So he might come cleanse it. I don't think it's the house. I think it's me. I think there's some rooms in the house that give me <clears throat> vibes. Like, Most
1: of it, I think, is you. Shad. Totally. Shout out to another Shad. Shout out to another Shad.
0: Another Another shout out to
1: Shad. He's like, why you wouldn't move in with her? (laughs) Damn, Shad. He's like, why you wouldn't move in the house? It's haunted. I'm like, the house isn't haunted. Liz is (laughs) haunted. It's true. I'll be
0: fine. My friend was like, we just have to... You know, get you out of this haunted house. I was like, girl, it's not the, the house. house is it's not me. haunted. No, the house it's is not me. haunted. Yeah, I, I was like, I've been haunted. Since
1: I now. lived in the house for a long time. The house is not haunted. No, no, I mean, spooky shit happened there. Yes, yeah. but it's not haunted. No,
0: no, no. It's me. It's me, which I. it's fine. Like, I want to be able to communicate with the other realm. It's just a lot sometimes. So, it
1: is. It's scary.
0: I'm thinking of getting like a spirit box. Or like Scrabble tiles, maybe they'll. Might as well try. They are trying to talk, or we do the Ouija board again.
1: Man, we're gonna have so much fun.
0: The Ouija board, like old times, interesting.
1: So much fun, like old
0: times. Yeah, it'll be great. Okay, so yeah, that's we. It's interesting that, and I think like when I am like researching haunted things Mm -hmm. and spooky things, I think that also opens a doorway. And I know, because the psychic told me, that my book also opens a doorway. The book that I'm writing. I mean, it's got demons in it, so no shit. (laughs) So just opening all the portals over here. But it worked well for today's episode. And... I was really excited because I got to like be in my hometown and like go on a ghost tour while I was there because I've been on a ghost tour. I, I take everyone that visits there on a ghost tour just because I think they're like super fun and there was this real fun moment. We were doing the ghost tour and also like, okay, first of all, I just have to say there were like three ghosts named Elizabeth and I was like, am I going to die on the plane back home? Am I going to be another ghost here? Like, fuck. She's like, and there's Elizabeth at the city gates. If you can see her, give her a wave. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I looked at my mom like, what? And then she's like, ah, yes. And here we're at Talamato Cemetery. And there's a woman named Elizabeth, a bride that never got to, you know, have her wedding night or something. I was like, what the fuck? Is this a sign? Like, this is extremely uncomfortable. For
1: me, you've already been married. I'm
0: just kidding. But I mean, it was, her name was Elizabeth. And I have been married, but I am divorced now. So And then there there was a real fun moment when she was like, And here at the old jail, a lot of people have collected a lot of EVPs. Does anyone know what an EVP is? I was the only one that raised her hand and she's like, Yeah? And I was like, Electronic uh, electronic voice phenomenon and she was like, You're the only person that has ever gotten that on any of my tours. And I was like Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I know, I thought that was weird too. But I felt, like, kind of cool. I was like, Hmm, a celebrity. <laughs> so. But it's cool because I got to explore, like, parts of my hometown and, like, be in my hometown, like, within all the hauntings. And I don't know. It, it also inspired me to write a lot of the hometown haunting stuff because I was there and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that creepy-ass time that I had in St. Augustine. Oh, yeah, there was that one, too. Oh, yeah, and there was that one, too. Just – that place is haunted as fuck. I mean it's the oldest city in the United States, so duh.
1: I one of the bars I picked, um, talk about tonight. I didn't go into detail, but I picked that bar because I've been to that bar because mm-hmm. I did a ghost me tour too. with my cousin in Columbus. Me too. I'm like, yeah. That,
0: that place is... that was the
1: only place on the tour where I'm like, nope, like from mm-hmm. the get go. was like I did not like the atmosphere. And it was I'll explain spanky. why. Do you know what bar I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, we talked about it. You told me. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I Have went there at a there? ghost tour too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, isn't it like yeah yeah Mm -mm.
0: we gotta do this again though because i think there's just so
1: many yeah
0: yeah but i think someone uh dm'd us about mooney's mansion and walhalla ravine we've got to cover that because i had a few people
1: dm me like certain places in columbus that were haunted but i'm like okay did you have like any the actual experience Mm -hmm. and then nothing but i just need to know if you experienced something there it's basically what I'm trying to say.
0: I didn't get any DMs either. Disappointed, guys. Disappointed.
1: I got DMs. You just misunderstood the assignment. That's all. I understood the assignment. Um. So I also have a little ghost story, too. So I do not have a doll collection. I'm just going to make this perfectly clear now. I do not have a doll collection. I have one doll. One ceramic doll that was my grandparents' doll. <sighs> And then my grandma passed away when I was like 13, so like a million years ago. And then, so my grandpa still had the doll and he passed away about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And somehow I got this doll. I don't know how I have this doll. I don't know if it's because living in the house I was in. Somehow I ended up with this doll. This doll is creepy. I'll give you that. It's a really creepy doll. Mm -hmm. She just like has this plain look on her face. I should put a picture on Patreon. I hate dolls. So I have her in a certain position in my bedroom because, like, things are kind of all over the place because I'm moving and stuff. And I was Snapchatting with the bartender. Anyway, and now when you Snapchat, you just, like, Snapchat random things
0: i mean i always do selfies but i'm a
1: whore yeah well i did a snapchat of his, of her yeah and he was basically like that's creepy blah 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 and then the other night he was like talking about her again like talking shit about her so i'm like leave her alone blah 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 blah. so i go upstairs brush my teeth and he's like we're talking about her, and i look over and she's changed
0: positions oh no no no
1: yeah, I had her and the by the dresser facing away from the bed because originally she was like, that's creepy. She's watching me. I oh, turned no, her. No, I can't
0: do that now.
1: Yep. And then when I was like talking to him, she was like turned back facing the bed.
0: Ooh, I
1: hate dolls. I was like, I blame you. Like you did this because you talk shit about her.
0: Huh? Yeah. Probably.
1: So I hope she haunts him. But the worst part was... Is I dreamt about her all night, and I'm like, this is exactly how Annabelle, Annabelle. yeah, started.
0: It is, oh my god, because the nurse's
1: friend was yeah. having dreams about her,
0: and like she lives like climbing up his like body, yeah. In but dreams. in my like, dreams,
1: she could appear in random places and shit. I'm like, this is exactly how Annabelle started.
0: Uh, I know you can buy haunted dolls off Etsy, but
1: no, this house, this house, this doll has been in my family for a long time, apparently, and how I ended up with her, I have no idea.
0: Oh, I hope it's not an Annabelle situation. That's, that and that's the only,
1: like, creepy thing that's happened. But the fact that she was,
0: like... You gonna assault that bitch before you move it." <laughs> I mean, I'm bringing, I'm bringing her. I'm bringing her. We're gonna put Sage. We'll, sage her, well put her in a salt circle. I used circle. to, with my, with
1: my roommate, we used to put her in different positions because she was creepy. So we put her in different parts around the house. Like, he put her, like, in the, the cabinets and stuff. And then one time... I kid you not, I go in the garage and she's buckled up in my backseat. No,
0: <laughs> I would hate that. No, yeah, so God, I, so I kept her back there for a while.
1: So I'm just, I was driving around with the doll buckled in my back seat for a while. <sighs> so I put her somewhere different. But we just put her around the house and uh, trying to scare each other. Like I would like put her under his work desk and yep. stuff. I know you you hate us.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't like dolls. They scare the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, but I have to admit, like putting her in my
0: car and oh, that's just, clever. That's
1: kind of funny. Like, it's I clever. Thought that was funny. It so is. I just like left that one
0: for a while. It's it's yeah, it's clever. I I think I've just seen too many horror movies. i be. I mean, I have
1: too, but then having the dreams, my first thought yeah, was oh, Annabelle.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly how it started. How it started. Well, we're gonna clean house when you come in. Uh, yeah, we are. I mean, I already did. I mean, I cleaned it pretty well tonight, and that selenite is staying in the fucking basement.
1: So, that was my ghost story. Well, is that a ghost story? Is that a demonic story? Oh,
0: God, I hope it's not a demon. I hate demons. I hate them so much.
1: It's not, it's not like, I don't feel anything bad. Maybe she just wanted to change positions because the bartender was talking shit about her, and...
0: I mean, like, the thing is, those haunted dolls on Etsy are usually, like, nice... How would you want a haunted doll though well from what i understand like
1: how do you know they're nice you talk to them
0: well the sellers will have stuff on there they're like this mm-hmm. doll is haunted by so-and-so confirmed by psychics her name is arabella and she's eight years old and she's haunted. how they doll. trick
1: you though i don't want to want to
0: do not buy a haunted doll on etsy the, but there's not one girl uh, on instagram she has the haunted doll lola and lola like Protects her and watches over her and kicks up mean ghosts and demons and stuff. She's like, do you gotta go.
1: Do not buy a haunted dollars I people. wouldn't. I
0: wouldn't. I'm just saying. I I, I okay. do understand if it's like a form of protection. I don't know. I don't know. People buy things for all sorts of reasons. Whatever. I don't, I don't <laughs> want one. I don't. I don't. I don't want a haunted doll. You're
1: dolls. not bringing one into our house.
0: Fuck no. I don't want
1: one. You can't. I like
0: dolls. The closest I come to a doll is Nomi, and that's it. I love okay, well, I'm bringing my doll. That's fine, but we're fucking gonna, we're gonna cleanse her. We'll put some sage around her, put her in a little salt circle, and then we'll let her go.
1: I also put a doll on the bartender's car. I got this little doll. Oof. Named her Molly. Ah. Yeah, I think he gave her away. I don't. Bastard. See, I worked so hard on this car wars, and he's just, like, giving shit
0: away. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he say he doesn't like dolls? That's why I did it. Exactly you guys are wild. (laughs) She wasn't even creepy. Yeah, she was a little
1: creepy, okay. But still, like, it's a thought, and it was nice, and he gave her away, so. It was a creepy thought, and you did it to be creepy! I probably, like, scare the shit out of him.
0: Oof, that would freak me out. Nope.
1: I'm not going to give him my actual doll because yeah. apparently it's a family heirloom That so after I go away then I don't know if she's going to end up one.
0: Keep watch on that like, goddamn doll. I'm telling you. Keep so I'll watch put her in your bedroom. Doll. No. I have too much shit going on in my bedroom. I don't need one more goddamn thing in there. This is like off topic but
1: <clears throat> we didn't do regs
0: and I just want to recommend oh, Yeah Holy shit. Yeah, go ahead. I have something to recommend, too.
1: Um, you know what I'm going to recommend?
0: I don't. Oh, I want to go see John Wick 4. Oh, yeah. Duh. Oh, my God. I'm so
1: fucking jealous. It was so good.
0: It was almost uh, three hours long. I'm really jealous.
1: It was so good. The going make
0: you love Keanu even more.
1: He was, like, even sexier in this movie. Like, there was a scene where there's was just, like, water on him. And, I'm, and, like, his hair was a certain way. And I'm like, oh, Keanu, I see you.
0: I love Keanu Reeves.
1: And he's so cute with his wife. It was so good. He has, like, nunchucks in this movie. And I'm like, damn, sir, you got a blind guy kicking ass in this mm. movie. I'm like, man. The thing I like about the John Wick films is that with most action movies, the plot can be pretty stupid and kind of pointless just to make it action-y,
0: mm, but yeah. I feel like
1: the John Wick films actually have decent plots to them.
0: And they kind of, like, it's follow different. one another, yeah. And it's, but
1: it's a different, like, theme of things mm-hmm. and the whole high table and just, I love it. I don't know. I love everything about it. And it was so good. Highly recommend it. It did not disappoint. And it doesn't feel like three hours. Nice. I know, and that was so good. action just the fact, like, his num- he had nunchucks, and mm-hmm. I'm like, man, there's, like, a weapon, like, not a weapon he cannot use, I swear.
0: That's amazing.
1: But if you want to go see it again, I will totally oh, go again. Yeah, let's go. I will totally go kidding, again and see to go. Okay, go. just let me know. Right. We should go on, uh, probably a Tuesday, because it's, like, the $5 Tuesday while inflation. Uh-huh. It's, like, six fifty now. I'm down. Wait, are we free on weekends, though? <laughs> <laughs> the couple think i don't care we
0: are we are a couple
1: it's fine i know it's like totally side note but i just said to throw it out there john wick baby mm. highly, highly recommend. recommend we had to
0: do wrecks. you're right we, we needed to do wrecks before we jumped in my wreck actually go into what we perfect have been that was my
1: only wreck. i just yeah. i had a gloat about that for a
0: minute because i i'm just obsessed with john wick Girls, like, same that's how we in my last sex that's one of the things we bonded over I mean, it was like our second date. We went and watched like John Wick two or three at his house. I mean, obviously, at his house like Netflix and chill. But like it was hard because I like wanted to watch John Wick and I was like, ah, I want to kiss you, but John Wick is playing.
1: I have the John Wick Funko Pop and I got his little dog in there too. If I oh, go back tears. and re rewatch them, well, the first one at you. least you will.
0: I'll do. Let's do a marathon. I'm done. Okay,
1: but. I have to, I fast forward the the.
0: Dog. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Or okay. I, I, I mute no. it and not look. Nope. I can't Same. do it. No, we'll fast forward. I don't want to see it. Okay. Too then
1: sad. Then I will me so marathon it out. with Oopsie.
0: you. Goosebumps. It's heartbreaking. It's so fucked.
1: I mean, the dog dies. Everyone knows everyone this. Everyone knows This knows is, what, dog this is dies. what started his rampage.
0: Yeah. It was funny because, like, Lexi was talking. Like, she had never seen John Wick. And, like, they were playing it. And she was like, oh, puppy. And everyone was just caught. and got real quiet. And she was like don't tell me the puppy dies. And she everyone, know She didn't to... know. And everyone got even more quiet. And she's like, does the puppy die? And they were like, Lex, this is like the whole point of the movie. Like, yes, but he gets revenge. She's like, no, I'm not watching it. She like, stop watching it. And I was like, I get it, but it's so good. You have you to watch it. just get past
1: that part. Yeah.
0: Oof. We just fast forward through that.
1: I know and I just love when like he steals the car and everything and they're just like why would you punish my son and all he had to say was John Wick and they're like oh shit yeah every time you say John Wick they're like oh yeah you're fucked
0: yeah sorry it's
1: like I can't even protect my own son yeah that Mm -hmm. was crazy the boogeyman killed someone with a pencil I love John Wick
0: yeah so we'll go see it I'll go see Mm -hmm. it again with you we have to do the marathon and then we'll go see the fourth one that's fine i oh. re them recently
1: too do- i'll watch them again it's yes i fucking love john
0: wick hell yes and then we have to watch the conjuring when the nun two comes out are those going to be connected i don't know but i say we just do we'll watch like the first one maybe the second one and maybe like annabelle or something and then i don't really watch the Nun. it wasn't that good
1: no it wasn't
0: but like it's whatever the none was the thing that scared me the most about the, like, Conjuring too.
1: They There was a trailer for, um, it's called, like, The Pope Exorcism or Exorcist Ooh. of the Pope or something with um, Russell Crowe. Mm. I don't
0: like Russell Crowe. I, I love Russell Crowe.
1: You don't like Russell Crowe? I hear he's an asshole. Yeah, if you're an nice. asshole in real life, it, it, like, affects me where I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, that there's a lot of stuff. Not that he's, like he's
1: not there. a bad actor, anything like that. Um, That looks okay. Very exorcism-y.
0: I'm down. I love exorcism. You know, it's, like, one of my favorite things.
1: And there was, oh, oh, my God. There is another Fast and the Furious movie.
0: <gasps> this is the last one.
1: And Jason Momoa was the bad guy this time. I'm like, you just, oh. I stopped <laughs> watching, like, the, I haven't seen, I think, the last two. Because, like, I just <clears throat> can't anymore. It's a franchise. I just can't do anymore. After Paul
0: Walker died.
1: Yeah. It got hard. But now they're becoming so, like, they're just making this is what i'm talking about an action movie with like no plot they're just making it so unbelievable that i'm just like i
0: can't anymore the last one was really funny because they like brought in the guy from tokyo drift and that they was, thought was dead yeah yeah well no 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 him too but no the the original like the guy that like went to tokyo and like ended up i never saw trip. the third one okay. that was t's favorite was okay. tokyo drift of course but they brought him back and you're like what the fuck babe you're back it was it was crazy they ended up in space like with him and ludicrous it's like a whole fucking thing this is wild. my thing it's
1: just becoming so ridiculous but where i'm I just like love i can't.
0: i love it i think it's something always be sentimental like that's it was like me and t it was like our thing like fast and furious that i can so. see but it's just Very becoming so
1: unrealistic where i'm like totally. i i and I understand that John Wick is unrealistic, but, like, John Wick is so But in. it's good,
0: yeah. Like Fast I'm, and the
1: Furious is just cheesy. It's gotten
0: pretty horrific.
1: That's why I can't do it. Yeah. So I just saw a trailer for that. I'm like, what? Another one? Okay. Yeah. Your turn. I just had to talk about Fast and the Furious for a minute because I – okay.
0: Um. Well, my rex, I've been doing a lot of research for this. So I read a book. It's called Ghost of St. Augustine by Dave LaFam. I think that's how you pronounce it. L-A-P-H-A-M. Um, and it's just got like a lot of little tales about St. Augustine. I also listened to a bunch of podcasts about the ghosts in St. Augustine just because I like getting like different takes on things. Um, I'm going to link those below because there were like a ton, but there was one uh, podcast called History Goes Bump. That's a good one. Um, Hometown Ghost Stories, got an episode about St. Augustine. That was good. Um, wait, where's the other one? I think I got, oh, and then there was one called Haunted or Hoax. Which is interesting. It's these girls that are trying to like, they're like, is it really haunted or is it like a hoax? Which I thought was interesting. I mm-hmm. mean, that was a, it was pretty good. That was episode six. But I'm going to link it all when we do our post about this. So I'll be linking all those and I'll be referencing things. But those are my things because I really didn't have a lot of time. Oh, and I'm also reading um, Nora Roberts. I'm reading the, I think it's called the Dragonheart series. And I'm reading the book, for the last one in the series called The Choice. So those are Mereks. Watching a lot of Bridgerton. <laughs> Watching a lot of The Hills. Watching a lot of New Girl. Just trying to get my writing game on. Anyway, shall we get into our ha- ha- haunted ha- hometown hauntings? If guys, you can say it right, maybe.
1: Excuse me, guys. I'm very tired. I am tired too, woman. Girl, I am stressed out.
0: Did you have ghost haunt? on? And you're fucking scratching on your fucking closet right next to your head.
1: No, but I had dreams about fucking doll face.
0: That's true. We were both haunted as fuck. That
1: wasn't last night, that I don't even know when that was.
0: All right. So,
1: can I start? Yeah, because I can't find my book. So. Okay. <laughs> I'll find it on break. Sweet. So, you start.
0: Yay. Okay. So, obviously, this is about my hometown.
1: St. Augustine, and, and I know we got know. some listeners.
0: We shout do got out. listeners
1: from St. Augustine. Shout out! There's actually quite a few Florida cities. Hey, shout out to my St. Augie peeps. So, how about shout out to Florida people? <laughs> 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 Your face. Okay, so we're not shouting out Florida. Listen, there's something about Florida. You and I have seen so many Florida license plates.
0: Yeah, that's true. Wolf and Panther, you out there? <laughs> I hope you don't live.
1: Dude, I saw this truck from Florida. Did I tell you that right? I told you this. I was behind this huge-ass truck from Florida, and I had a little sticker of, like, this, like, skinny chick, and it was, like, no fat chicks. And then I saw the license plate, and I'm like, only Florida. And then I sent it to you, and you can go, yep, that's Florida. You on your own planet
0: over there in Florida. Oh, my God. If you support DeSantis, I hate you. Basically, that's all I'm going to say. I fucking hate that man
1: well so i'm not shouting out florida so we're just gonna shout out st augustine and other cities that happen to listen to us that happen to be in florida
0: yeah basically podcast listeners from florida shout out to you as to the state of florida i'm iffy on it but anyway hold on (laughs) the thing you said about the fat checks and skinny trees that just reminded me i was watching some show and it's called like dating in the dark where like you don't see each other this guy made the girl stand up and he was like can i like pat you down Stop. he literally to make
1: sure she wasn't fat yes stop
0: yeah and before like before he had the one-on-one dates he like went to shake all their hands and checked their wrists to see if they were chubby
1: stop so he yes. actually say that's why he was doing it or was he it told him he eventually
0: told the girl he was like yeah, like I just like I'm not really turned on by like chubby girls and like I like and then he was telling because the guys he's like I thought she like might have like kind of like a role like right here so like I was like kind of turned off by her and he was he was talking to her and he was like yeah so like I'm just like you know my last ex like she got comfortable and then she blew up like a tick and then like I just like wasn't attracted blew to her blew up and like
1: a tick his
0: exact words and those are and she was oh, telling the other girls she was like God. he literally said blew up like a tick and they're like shut up he got kicked off obviously
1: you get kicked off that show
0: yeah dating in the dark i don't know how it all works but yeah
1: oh my god what a dick
0: yeah and there was another one that was similar with this guy what is wrong with chubby girls i don't know this guy and this girl were blindfolded and he's like, hey, can I have a hug? And he made her stand mm. up and hug him. And she was, like, kind of bigger. There's like, It's called the button, and if you don't like them, you can, like, press the button. Even if you can't see them? And mm. he hit the button. And he hit the button immediately, right after he hugged her. What the fuck? Yeah. All these guys in here are, like, elderly donkey girls.
1: No wonder that they're single. <sighs> I
0: can't. And did you see the thing Ashley sent us? It was funny. It was like all these like dating profiles and it was this, all these guys were like, I want a girl that doesn't take herself too seriously. Can't take herself too seriously. Someone that doesn't take herself too seriously. Like, what does that even mean? Do you guys even know what the fuck you mean? Like, like just, someone that's not serious? I don't know. Like someone, someone that like, I guess like maybe is just like more like chill and isn't like, well, like, you know, I just like, I'm very driven and like, I consider myself like, you know, pretty hardcore and like, you know, I'm very like business or I don't, I don't even know. It's like chill girls, you know, it's like the cool girls. I'm not a cool girl. I'm not a cool girl. I'm not a cool You're more a cool girl than I am. I'm a creepy doll girl, apparently. I'm a manic pixie dream girl. I'm not, I'm no cool girl. I'm a creepy doll pig girl. I'm Jess from New Girl, if that
1: helps anyone. Remember when you said, who would you be from Charlie's Angels? Because you were watching it, and you would be Natalie, Karen yeah, Diaz's character. literally. And you're like, who would you be? And I was like, uh, True. Drew Barrymore, I know! Oh, i was is like she, you didn't even have to say it i was like montana is drew very she picks the shittiest man each time she does mm-hmm. remember
0: remember when lucy Liu, like they're like looking at the surfer on the beach and they're like oh it could be him and, he, and dylan's like mm-hmm. is that him like mm, he's hot and Lucy lucy's like yep it's he's him. a bad guy yeah <laughs> that's me
1: yeah she really does but holy shit that irish guy
0: yeah Black. oh yeah dark oh hair my God. covered
1: in tattoos oh i'm like yeah we're definitely was, the same
0: person he, he's like trying to kill her he's like i recognize that arse anywhere and i was like oh, i like this but i'm totally natalie like that's me like she's so awkward she's like i love tickets
1: yeah, but also that's like drew barrymore me. was kind of like standoffish like i don't like to open up to people no she
0: totally she was a
1: badass mm-hmm
0: she just like used men and like did her thing and like she was just like you know, she she was like tough she yeah was, like, tough and cool and like cameron diaz was like the little nerd in high school with like the mouth guard Truth was like in the bathroom yes! doing shit she shouldn't do yes! yeah yeah uh, yeah, like, yeah.
1: okay yeah that's us totally but they're best
0: friends i know we're like 45 minutes into this <laughs> Sorry. all right all right, so I'm getting into it, I wrote a lot. You <laughs> <I> wrote <laughs> Mine's, a lot. Holy shit! Mine is
1: actually not that long because I've been. It's fine, but yours is gonna be a lot better than mine. mine. No,
0: it's not any better. I just. I had I ahead. had a whole I had a whole fucking I had a vacation, so I had time. So anyway, Saint Augustine. St. Augustine is a town of brick streets and hibiscus, a coquina fort, and a salty spray of ocean breezes scenting the air. It's already better than mine. No! <laughs> I ran wild in the woods near the lighthouse as a child, dove headfirst into the ocean with the exuberance of one who had no idea of her own mortality. I climbed up the kumquat. Twee. Kumquat. <laughs> Whew, guys, I'm tired. Twee. 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 See? I'm, I'm done. You're going to top mine just because I'm stupid. All right. Tweet. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. I climbed up the kumquat trees and raced around historical buildings, not really comprehending the great sense of history this town is so known for. I'm really excited to be doing this segment because I grew up in one of the most haunted cities in America. St. Augustine, Florida is the oldest established city in the United States. It was discovered in 1513 by Juan Ponce de Leon. He remained for five days and then claimed the area for the Spanish crown. It was not actually settled until 1565 by Captain Pedro Menendez de Aviles in September. He named the area St. Augustine because he spotted Florida on August 28th, which is St. Augustine's Day, a Catholic holiday. Um, St. Augustine is known for his writings and bringing cast- classical thinking into Latin Catholicism. It's not really important to the story, but it's kind of cool. Um, regardless, in 1565, my little hometown was settled. Kind of. I mean, many wars were fought over this little slice of Florida. The Native Americans, the Spanish, the French, the British. And is anyone surprised by that one? <laughs> they always try to settle territories. <laughs> fucking British taking shit. Anyway, on and on. This town is soaked in history and bloodshed. <laughs> Growing up here, we heard a lot of ghost stories, along with how to run from a gator and interesting tidbits like that. Ghost stories were like mother's milk to us native Auggies.
1: Can I get a shout out? How, how do you <laughs> run from a gator? What's the proper way? Zigzag. Zigzag. Okay, so that's real? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Zigzag. Yep. I myself experienced a lot of creepy things here, as did my family. St. Augustine has seen countless battles, yellow fever, smallpox, tragic accidents, uh, boating accidents, and murder. 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 You have only to walk through the city gates to feel a chill in your heart, a shiver in your spine. Perhaps, if you look closely, you'll see the young ghost, Elizabeth, waving at you from the still-standing city gates. Personally, I'll never forget the woman in the woods in colonial garb who just disappeared, or the night when the dark wind howled and an unnatural terror sank into my bones. My mother saw a shadow man by the fort, which my father did not see, and my family saw a group of cloaked figures by a silent bonfire in the woods. So, uh, yeah, this place has some serious paranormal activity. Shows like Ghost Hunters and BuzzFeed Unsolved have come to my seaside town to do their own investigations into the supernatural world. I will link those in the show notes if you are interested. I could do many different ghost stories about St. Augustine, as it's a very old town with many stories, but today I'm going to focus on two of my favorite places, the St. Augustine Lighthouse and Flagler College. So the lighthouse today is the oldest brick structure. Str- str- uh, I'm having a rough day, guys. The lighthouse today is the oldest brick structure in St. Augustine, Florida. It stands at 164 feet and has 219 steps to get to the top. It looks quaint, reminiscent of a simpler time with its curving black and white stripes and its red observation deck. Before the light was changed to electricity, the lighthouse keeper had to walk all 219 steps every two hours to fill the lantern at the top with lard, or later, kerosene. The pail weighed about 30 pounds, so there are platforms every so often that the keepers must have rested on. Standing there in the timeless lighthouse, you might feel like you're in another time. When you do walk all 219 steps and step out to the observation deck, you can see the ocean and the small island for miles and miles. The wind buffets you and you grin into it, relishing in the wild ways of the ocean side and its terrible beauty. This town couldn't possibly have a dark past, not when it's so picturesque, right? But when you look down, you can see the image of a broken man shattered and bleeding on the pavement. Before you can scream for help, he's gone. You try to catch your breath. Your heart is racing, And out of the corner of your eye, you see a Hispanic woman in a long, tattered dress. She's looking down below, as if she can still see the body there. When you turn to ask her if she saw it too, she looks at you and disappears. Thoroughly freaked out now, you head back to the winding spiral staircase. The ghostly giggles of little children reach your ears. How can that be? There's no one there. You look around. You race down the steps, trying to catch the giggling culprit. And just as you reach the bottom step, it stops. You're trembling now, trying to justify what you see and hear. It's just your overactive imagination, right? You lean back against the wall to catch your breath, and you smell cigar smoke and cherry tobacco. A man in a blue jacket and a marina cap regards you under heavy brows. He does not seem pleased that you're there. I'm sorry, you say. Do you know where the tour went? The man growls and dissipates like mist. Okay, screw this. I'm out, you say. The giggling resumes. The tobacco smell gets stronger and the sound of a woman's weeping from the observation deck carries down to you. You plug your ears, shut your eyes, and run the hell away. Welcome to the Lighthouse. Let's talk about its history so you can know our ghosts. Oh, the first mention of a watchtower comes from 1589 by an Italian cartographer named Giovanni Battista Boesio. I'm probably pronouncing all these names wrong. It's fine. The wooden watchtowers were built to keep enemy ships from taking what we know today as Anastasia Island. In 1737, the Spanish built on the watchtower and made a coquina one. Coquina is made of shell rock. For those of you who aren't from Florida or don't know, so it's almost like concrete shell. As St. Augustine was tossed back and forth between different groups, so too was the Watchtower, which eventually became a lighthouse in 1821 when the United States took Florida as their own. And honestly, that lighthouse was needed. Why? Well, just in 1782... 16 ships wrecked during a Nor'easter. If any of you listeners have ever dealt with a Nor'easter or a hurricane, you know how terrifying it can be. The seas swell with maddening hunger, the wind wails, trees creak. Sometimes tornadoes sweep through the land, the streets fill with dank water, flooding basements and homes. I once heard a story from a friend about a shark that ended up in their pool. <laughs> In the midst of these horrifying storms, boats need a way home, a compass of light to guide them through the darkness and keep them from smashing to smithereens against the hidden rocks. And thus, the lighthouse was born. The original lighthouse held a large burning lantern with 14-inch reflectors on its top. The lighthouse ushered many boats home and to safety and stayed lit until it was darkened in the Civil War. After the war, it was a beacon to safety once more. Ah, you say? That's a good thing, right? Maybe, but this lighthouse and this area was going to take its payment in blood. Joseph Andro was a lighthouse keeper of the first St. Augustine lighthouse, made of coquina about 500 yards from the lighthouse we all know and love today. While Joseph, the lighthouse keeper, was whitewashing the lighthouse, the scaffolding failed and he fell 60 feet to his death he died almost instantly leaving his wife Maria behind. What did he see when he fell? Did he think about his life? Did he think about the woman he loved who he was leaving behind? Did he see the ghost of soldiers and sailors past? Those who lost their lives on the rocky shores or to the muskets and swords? I hope he wasn't alone. It is said that his wife Maria ran to the top of the lighthouse and cried out, what shall I do? And on the wind, the faint whisper of her husband's voice in her ear, tend to the light. And so Maria did. She became the first female lighthouse keeper in Florida of Hispanic American descent in the United States. The Coast Guard even recognizes her as the first Hispanic American woman to serve in the Coast Guard. She tended the light as her husband wanted her to until the lighthouse was darkened during the Civil War to protect the little town from the Union. It's said that both Maria and Joseph haunt the lighthouse still, perhaps hand in hand, looking over the sea and making sure the light stays lit forever. Remember the woman looking down at the ground and the man sprawled out and broken? Tour guides have said that some people struggle to get to the top until they feel a guiding hand at their back. They believe that this is Maria helping them ascend to the top. Some believe the apparition they merely call the man might be Joseph Andro or another lighthouse keeper named Peter Rasmussen, who was the longest working lighthouse keeper there. Either way, you should never insult the man. As guests have told experiences of cold spots, a feeling of malevolence, all while the smell of strong cherry tobacco surrounds you. But back to the history of the structure. The original lighthouse was not as timeless as the ghosts that haunt it. Due to the sea and its tides, erosion couldn't be stopped and began eating at the lighthouse structure. It eventually fell into the sea on June 20th, 1880 at high tide. But luckily, the renovations for a new lighthouse had already begun in 1871, about 500 yards from the old lighthouse. They began to build the new and more stable lighthouse with the help of Hezekiah Pitty. Hezekiah was named superintendent of lighthouse construction, and he actually moved from Maine with his wife Mary and their four children to help with the new lighthouse in St. Augustine. Their children, Edward, Mary Adelaide, Eliza, and Carrie, loved to turn the construction site into a playground. One of the things they loved to do was use a railway cart, which was used for supplies, to take rides around the site. The cart went down to the water, but was stopped by a large wooden board before it could fall into the ocean. It was their version of a roller coaster. And as someone who loves roller coasters and who was once a child myself, I can understand why this seemed so fun to them. Oh, I probably would have been on that little ride myself. But one day, tragedy struck. Three of the pity girls, Mary Adelaide, 15, Eliza, 13, and Carrie, 4, as well as an unknown African-American girl who may have been a daughter of a worker on site, were riding the cart as per usual. Except this day was different. There was no wooden plank to stop the cart. All four girls rode the cart and were happily screaming, but those screams soon turned to terror when they saw that there would be no way to stop the cart from plummeting into the sea. It happened so quickly. The cart ran off the track and flipped, trapping the girls in the ocean under the heavy and immovable cart. A young African-American worker named Dan Sessions saw what happened and rushed to save them. He used all his strength to lift the cart, adrenaline pumping through his veins. But it was too late. Three of the girls had drowned, leaving only one survivor, Carrie, the youngest. The Pitti family moved back to Maine, taking the bodies of their young girls with them. We have yet to find the final resting place of the young African-American girl, but a psychic did say that she believed her name was Eleanor or Ellie. Many people believe the girls are still around the lighthouse to this day. They aren't malevolent spirits, luckily. The girls seem like they just want to play. They appear to like hide-and-seek. A ghost tour guide said that once, her shoelaces were tied together as a practical joke. Another time, an older woman congratulated another woman on how well-behaved her daughter was. The younger woman confused, explained that she didn't have a daughter. She didn't have children. Both women went sheet white as the older woman explained that there had been a little girl at her side the entire time, but no children were on that tour. Employees of the lighthouse say that sometimes they'll come to work and find muddy footprints all over the floor when no one could have been there. There have also been people who rented out the keeper's cottage when it was being rented out, who woke up to see a little girl standing by their bed, who then disappeared. Whatever the case, it seems the girls are happy to keep playing and pranking the visitors that come to their home. People have experienced full body apparitions, EVPs, things being moved, the sounds of footsteps following them, the sound of coughing, doors opening by themselves. It's a place full of history and hauntings. The lighthouse actually offers a dark of the moon tour where you can go to the lighthouse after dark and listen to spooky tales. Perhaps in the darkness, you'll see some of the ghosts that haunt it. Also offered is a paranormal investigation tour in which you look for the ghosts by yourself after dark. Scary, but still somehow compelling. Which ghosts do you want to see? Or do you want to see none of them at all? Let me know if you go. I want to hear your titillating tales. I'm thinking back because it was in the woods by the lighthouse that I was like walking with my dog, Spirit. And this was in like 2004-ish. So, oh my God, I cannot believe that was 19 years ago. Like, stop. That's fucking crazy. So now the lighthouse is all like... Um, fenced in and you can't even like get into the woods without like a lighthouse pass, which kind of sucks because it was kind of nice for all of us to, used to just like go walk by the lighthouse and into the museum and just like look at things, but now you have to pay. It's like a whole thing, but whatever. This is a back in a time when the lighthouse was open and I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it now because I'm talking about the lighthouse, but I was with spirit. I was in the woods in Florida and all of a sudden there's just this woman there in this colonial garb. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, hi (laughs) because we didn't have reenactment tours back then near the lighthouse but like I was like she's gotta be an actor she like looks like a woman like she didn't look like a ghost she looked like a fool like like a woman and I was like oh I'm I'm sorry I didn't think there was a tour here and she didn't say anything she just like stared at me and then like spirit like growled and he like took off and I was like "Ah!" and I like ran after him, and when I look back, poof, she was gone. I'm wondering if that might have been Maria. Like, I can't remember exactly what she looked like, just that she was a woman, she had a bonnet, she had like a long dress on with like a little apron, and she just was like standing with her like hands clasped in front of her. But I can't remember if she was Hispanic. I It was so quick. I remember the dress, I mean, it was like 19 years ago. It's hard to remember clearly, but weird and there have definitely been times there's a park right across the street from the lighthouse we always call it lighthouse park and you should just like go there and play when we were kids and there were times like when I would go there like as a preteen, and like it was just like Oof, I don't want to be here tonight there is something off in the air and it's sad because then you can like look out over the ocean and see where the girls got trapped under the cart Just like horrifying. What a way to die. That was really sad. I know. It's so fucking sad. I'm going to be honest
1: though. Lighthouses scare the crap out of me.
0: I have a panic. There's something
1: about lighthouses that just. They're eerie. And they always make you think of like sirens luring like men to their deaths and stuff. I always think of that. Interesting. I don't know why I correlate lighthouses with ships crashing into rocks and stuff.
0: Yeah, because they do the opposite.
1: But that's what the lighthouses are for—to help the ships yeah. see the light. True. And I always think of like sirens, sirens, and then them crashing into there. But it's like how horror movies are—you see the lighthouse, the ships come in, and then you like the sirens singing their songs, mm. and then crash. And
0: those damn sirens! I don't have any mermaid stories, unfortunately.
1: So, do you those mermaid like videos you see like caught on camera? What do you think of those? Like things caught in the ocean. Like do you think they're real? I think mermaids
0: are real. I don't know if the videos are, but I definitely think mermaids are real.
1: I mean the ocean's so big. I'd if they totally don't want to be Mermaid. seen, they're not gonna be seen.
0: I'll have to recommend another book. I'm gonna recommend it now. It's called Monstrous Beauty by Elizabeth Fama, and it is the most beautiful depiction of mermaids and love I have ever read in my entire life. It's haunting, it's gorgeously written, and it like makes me cry. And the guy's name is Ezra, which is really funny. Like, okay sure sure okay but anyway yeah it's a really 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 good book beautiful and the mermaid in it is it's so fascinating how they describe her syrenka anyway Sirenka? yeah syrenka she kills the first person she loves it's not a spoiler it happens on the first five pages
1: oh okay
0: the first person she meets whatever i'm not gonna tell you the whole story it's a beautiful love story but it's also a very very tragic one It is what it is. I like tragedy sometimes. Okay. All right. Montana and listeners, are you ready to meet more ghosts? Sure. All right.
1: So I'm going to say haunt you.
0: (laughs) Okay. Picture this. You're coming from Anastasia Island to the mainland of St. Augustine. The Bridge of Lions is up and you take a moment to admire the ships on the water, the play of light on the waves, and the beautiful city spread out in front of you. Red spires and beautiful buildings spread out before you, and you catch a glimpse of trees dripping with oak moss beards. The Spanish Renaissance architecture takes your breath away and transports you to another place in time. And you can just catch a glimpse of the haunted, haunting, and beautiful Flagler College. In my humble opinion, Flagler College is one of the most beautiful buildings in St. Augustine, and to explain the why and how of that, we need to talk about the man who built it. If you haven't heard the name Henry Flagler, I'm going to assume he didn't grow up in Florida as his name
1: is literally everywhere. I don't know who that is. Yeah.
0: So Henry Flagler was born on January 2nd, 1830, meaning he's a Capricorn, which honestly makes total sense to me, boss bitch. <laughs> anyway, Henry grew up in Ohio with his family. He left at 14 to begin working at a grain store for $5 a month plus room and board. At twenty-two, he went into business with Dan Harkness and later married Mary Harkness and had three children named Jenny Louise, Carrie, and Henry Jr.
1: Another Carrie.
0: Mary, Carrie, and Elizabeth were like huge names. And Sarah. Those were like the Say names. I can see but Carrie. Interesting. Yeah, okay.
1: We're... All right. Lives.
0: Henry the First made some risky investments going pretty deeply into debt until he was able to pay it back by being a commission agent. One day, he was approached by John D. Rockefeller. Rockefeller wanted to begin his own oil refectory and needed capital. So Henry agreed to loan him the capital for 25% of the shares in the new company. And in two years, the company became the leading oil refectory in the United States. And that meant money, 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 money. Okay. <laughs> However, unfortunately, Money could not save Henry's wife, Mary, who had been struggling with health problems. Although the pair took a physician's advice and went to Jacksonville, Florida for the winter, she passed away at 47 years old in 1881, leaving Henry with a young boy to raise by himself. Two years later, Henry married Ida Alice Shorts. The couple honeymooned in St. Augustine, which they found charming, but, well, a bit primitive when it came to hotels and the like. But Flagler saw the potential in Florida for tourism. He returned to St. Augustine in 1885 and began to build the Hotel Ponce de Leon. He also bought the Jackson, Halifax, and St. Augustine railroads. Flagler was a smart man and could see the investments in the Florida railroads and hotels would pay off big. Flagler established hotels and railroads all over Florida and tourism there went bananas. Like I said, an extremely business savvy man. Gotta love those Capricorns, cause they never stop. Seriously, they just they don't stop. They're so ambitious. I have so much Capricorn in my chart, but like, where is the ambition anyway?
1: Uh, podcast
0: <laughs> to So sadly, uh, Flagler lost his wife Ida Alice to mental illness. She was taken into a sanitarium in 1895, some say driven mad. Flagler married again in 1901 and died in 1913 when he fell down the stairs at a mansion he called Whitehall, a present to his third wife. But this is not a podcast about Henry Flagler. This is a podcast about St. Augustine and its haunts, and right now it's about Flagler College, or as it was once known the Hotel Ponce de Leon. But who haunts these beautiful rooms? Or to the point, who wouldn't want to? <laughs> Tiffany glass windows, romantic turrets, gorgeous tilework, balustrades, chandeliers, courtyards with palm trees and exotic plants. I mean, shit, sounds like a dream haunt mm-hmm. to me. Miss Ida Alice seems to agree with me there. Ah, but let's talk about Miss Ida Alice. Ida Alice was not born into wealth, and she did not have a title. In fact, she met Flagler because she was the nurse of his first wife, Mary. Ida was never accepted in polite New York society, so the wilderness of the social scene in Florida would have suited her and Flagler perfectly. But supposedly, Ida was prone to hysterical fits of anger, and there were rumors that she dabbled in opiates. Also... Happening at that time was a spiritualist movement, which I think we should do a whole podcast about that. And so nearly everyone was trying to communicate with the dead. Seances, table tapping, tarot cards, and the newly discovered spirit boards, which Montana and I know too much about. (laughs) Nah. Ida became convinced that she was speaking with the deceased czar of Russia and that he was her true husband her fits became more frequent she was committed once unsuccessfully the second time she was committed she had been using the spirit board again and it was said that the board told her to kill her doctor ida tried to stab her doctor with a pair of scissors cool flagler had ida declared legally insane and was able to divorce her with the law he made he bequeathed ida bequeathed Ida money to take care of her and married his third wife in a matter of days because men. (laughs) Because men. Um, There are those who speculate that Ida Alice went mad because of her husband's many mistresses and the fact that he could never be faithful to her. Some say they see a woman in a long dress staring up at a painting of Flagler with hate in her eyes and a sneer on her lips. Students have said they wait to see a woman staring down at them, but when they blink, she's gone. But don't fret. She doesn't wish you harm. Only Flagler, her cheating-ass husband. (laughs) Which brings the question, was Ida ever really insane? Or did Flagler just want her out of the way? Perhaps we need to do a Ouija board session ourselves and find out. He probably wanted her out of the way. That's what I think, too. Henry, Uh, right? Henry. Henry.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll read. The next
1: 108, maybe. Just yeah, kidding.
0: kidding. Listen to this. So at Flagler College, there is another well-known spirit known as the woman in black. It is believed that she was an actress and one of Henry, Henry Flagler's mistresses when he was married to Ida Alice. Supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, when Ida came into the hotel looking for her philandering husband in rage, Flagler would lock his mistress in a room. But no ordinary room, mind you. As I mentioned before, it is believed that Flagler himself was interested in spiritualism. As such, he had a room which was actually a psychomantium. According to Wikipedia, quote, In parapsychology and spiritualism, a psychomantium is a small enclosed area set up with a comfortable chair, dim lighting, and a mirror angled so as not to reflect anything but darkness intended to communicate with spirits of the dead. Have you heard of the game, the three Kings?
1: We touched on that briefly. Uh huh.
0: This sort of room is quite similar to that game.
1: Nope. Uh
0: Uh-huh. So according to this legend, this mysterious woman would be locked in this room on the fourth floor, a room filled with mirrors where one could possibly communicate with the dead. She was locked here so often that she slowly began to go insane. And one day unable to take it anymore. She hung herself on a chandelier. This room is now only storage, locked away from the students at Flagler College because of the many incidents that have happened here. Students claim that they could hear a woman screaming. Things go haywire, and many things were smashed and broken into pieces. So now it's locked away, just like that poor woman, now ghost, who once resided there. And finally... The most prestigious of all the ghosts henry flagler himself there it is Uh uh-huh flagler had an interesting and intense spirituality it said that a tyler a tile worker who was constructing the host the hotel the pence leon hotel said that the tile work was perfect and flagler commented that only god was perfect while tilting a tile with his shoe so that i was now imperfect and flawed this tile is important so remember it flagler requested in his will that had at his funeral all the doors and windows be left open so that his spirit could fly freely to heaven, I ain't going to heaven <laughs> he believed that if the doors and windows weren't open his spirit would be trapped unfortunately a janitor began to shut all the doors and windows during flagler's funeral Flagler's spirit was rushing towards the last doping window, hoping to get something he could fly free. So close, so close, so close. But he missed his freedom by a hair as the janitor slammed the last window shut. Flagler's spirit hit the window and bounced off of it, embedding itself into the imperfect tile. I mentioned above. Now he will always stay in the hotel. He made his legacy. It's also said that a student from the 1960s invited Flagler to come stay with him, and Flagler has been overtly haunting students ever since. Legends say also that there is a sorrowful woman in blue who supposedly died by tripping on her dress and breaking her neck while waiting for her lover. Students claim to have- It's so depressing. I'm telling you, girl. Wow. There's one. Um, it's a hotel in Colorado this it's really sad. The bride, as she was walking down to, like, be with her husband, tripped on her dress and broke her neck. I was
1: going to say, why does this seem like a common theme? It is, because the dresses are so
0: fucking long.
1: That is so heartbreaking. I know. I don't like that. That was
0: probably me. <laughs> Students uh, claim to have also seen a young boy racing around the dorms. Who these are, I don't know, but I wish them peace and rest. So, listeners, will you explore Flagler? Will you explore the lighthouse? Will you visit my hometown? Because darling, you barely
1: scratched the surface.
0: And the spirits want their
1: stories
0: to be told. The end. I <laughs> love oh, my little hometown. See, those are all the references I've
1: got. Hey, yours are a lot better than mine.
0: No, girl. I just, I had a bunch of time.
1: It they're still better than mine. No.
0: Okay, so the
1: first uh, one I did is called Char Bar. Well, I guess I should say uh, where my hometown is—Columbus, <laughs> Ohio. O H I O. I remember I don't give a fuck
0: about to this
1: parties. day, though. I remember watching *Zombieland* in theaters, and he was like, "My hometown, Columbus, Ohio," and like the whole entire like theater cheered so loudly. We love
0: our hometown here. We, I think, I think Columbus people are very proud to be from Columbus.
1: I know it's for the whole. OH comes from. Um, so, for those from Columbus, Ohio, have uh, you've been to Char Bar, have you not been to Char Bar? Char Bar is creepy. Super creepy. Especially um, the downstairs. But, yeah. I did a tour with my cousin. We did a ghost tour through the Arena District. Um, basically, people that don't know what the Arena District is, not from Columbus, it's just a downtown area that has a bunch of restaurants, bars, uh, places like that. And... This one stuck out, so that was the only place on the tour that I got chills and I'm just like I don't like this place at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Try bar is a chill dive for anyone looking to buy a drink that comes with a I feel like someone is watching me vibe. The bar is located off of North Back High GSA, Street.
0: Someone's watching me.
1: Yeah, someone's watching I me vibe. Feel like somebody's watching me. I just had to, to get
0: that in there. I missed my chance.
1: The bar is located off North High Street, and it sits on top of what used to be the Columbus Old North Graveyard. In the 1800s, many of the bodies were moved from the site to Green Lawn Cemetery, but not everyone was found, meaning some were inevitably left behind. That's kind of creepy. Okay. It's... We're just going to leave the bodies behind. It's fine.
0: Like do you know How every we, horror
1: movie starts. They always do.
0: We should do the catacombs in Paris.
1: Ooh. When I was in Paris, uh me and my mom were going to do the catacombs, but the line was so long. We only had like a day and a half. It was like mm. hours, so I didn't want to wait in line.
0: We should like see if they do ghost tours there. The
1: catacombs. They probably do.
0: Whenever our podcast blows up and we can
1: <laughs> I'll go back to Paris. I didn't like Paris, so It's so funny people love it or hate it. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. I hated it. Okay. So, the lower level was formerly used as a funeral parlor for Egan-Ryan Funeral Home? Egan-Ryan Funeral Home? I'm not sure. So now, if you venture down the stairs into Char Bar's basement, you will find restrooms finished with, with pastel pinks. Outside of the facility sits an old piano and heavily locked small doors that lead to the other side of whatever is still underground. In the 1800s, the lower area actually used to be street level with a tunnel leading to the other side of North High Street to Union Station. Now the tunnel is said to be home to a dark hooded specter. It is said that sometimes the piano plays a few notes by itself, which is comforting, right? (laughs) Especially since it doesn't have any keys. So I didn't go into like super much detail about uh, Char Bar, but I feel like I just needed to mention it because it is the most disturbing basement
0: it's super weird.
1: Yeah, because um, a lot of the people I remember that worked there on the tour, they're like, if you go to the bathroom, don't come down to the bathroom by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, they empl- Employees said, like, lights will turn on and off on them. They- and I've seen the piano. The piano just sits there in the corner, and uh, employees say they've heard the piano playing. Uh, I think this one girl said she went to the bathroom one time, and she heard the piano playing, so she thought there was someone down there with her. It's just like, it's so weird. It's just, it's like a dive bar, but then you go to the basement to go to the the restrooms and it's like a dark basement. There's this mm. tunnel that goes to God knows where and the piano is just, just there. Something about
0: pianos. Don't you think pianos are like, creepy? Yeah. There's just something about them. Like you just always like, in horror movies, like there's always. They're playing. Yeah. They're like the, the... And you can uh, for, uh yeah. dolls, pianos.
1: So if you ever go to Try Bar, houses. go to the basement. And I wanna know if you guys like feel any of that crap because that basement just creeped the crap out of me. Like I did not like that at all. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about Try Bar. But other when I went on the tour, other places around the arena district, they didn't feel too haunted. Like you go to like a restaurant, they're like, this happened here and this happened there. But I'm like, it's, you feel nothing. It's like one person died here, it was mm-hmm. haunted. And mm-hmm. It's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment you step foot in the basement of Charbar, bar,
0: nope. Nope, absolutely not. Nope.
1: Like, hair on the back of your, like, neck stand mm-hmm. up. Nope. Like, why you want to go to, like, the bathroom all by yourself in that dark, creepy basement? Because the bathrooms were so far from the stairs. You had to walk across the creepy basement to get to the bathroom. I would probably just pee myself.
0: Drunk Liz would. Oh, pff, girl, Drunk Liz did. So,
1: but I'm, like, glad that you're like, yep. You know exactly what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I
0: wasn't scared at any point in the tour except that I was like, ooh. Yeah. Something about Char bar. It's not so did charming. Shout out to make Chad and G upset because 'cause I'm just gonna keep shouting on my ex-husband.
1: <laughs> hey, I felt like Shad got a pretty good uh...
0: I you did have something chat. to say about G, but...
1: Well, G, you're going to have to wait till I finish my next story. Yeah, I'm excited. Bring it
0: on, bitch. All
1: right, Bring so on. since I am an Ohio State alumni, I decided to do me Lake. Dun, dun, dun. Because I went to Ohio State, baby. Why are you like me like that? I'm just
0: trying to be creepy.
1: Is oh, working? A little bit. It was like, wait a minute. Like, you want to tell me something, but... Also, I love how if you go to Ohio State, everyone thinks you love Ohio State, so they just buy you Ohio State things, and I'm like, I don't love Ohio State, but thanks. It's like, Ohio State football fans, y'all are crazy. Oh my
0: god, we are like the worst. We're the worst fans.
1: Do not wear anything Michigan. Do not have anything Michigan don't on your car.
0: Don't Michigan. Just don't even be day. here. Don't even be here on that day. If you're from... I'm, I'm serious. Oh,
1: I know. Ohio State they'll beat the, the shit crazy. out of you. They'll flip your car.
0: They'll burn your car. Anything with it's Michigan on insanity. it. You guys are
1: I, insane. I,
0: I, I, ugh, I hate game days. I'm just going to say it. I fucking hate football. And I hate Ohio State football.
1: Well, I can't say I hate Ohio I State because I went I there, but I, I don't like football. I, no, I Okay,
0: you know, I don't hate Ohio State, but I hate Ohio State football. Just because the fans are crazy. Yes. And also, I don't like football.
1: I don't like football either. <laughs> it's boring. So.
0: Sorry. I like hockey.
1: <laughs> do i hope that ohio state always beats michigan sorry Shari- sorry shad he's a michigan fan Oof. i know uh, of course even though you guys are stuck in the last two years but it's fine so anyway for people not from columbus not knowing what mirror lake is um mirror lake is a pond on the campus of ohio state university in columbus ohio it was a tradition for students to jump into the Lake at night in the week leading up to the annual football game between the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, Shout down. Shout down, Wolverines. Shout, shout down. down. Although, shout what? Shout down. Wolverines. Wolverines. Wolf. <laughs> God damn. Kind of it. Although students have jumped into the Mirror Lake since 1969, the modern tradition started in 1990 when Jim Jones led a parade of students on a traditional march around campus. At the end of the parade at Mirror Lake, students made the celebratory jump. The tradition ended in 2010 after a student death occurred and the university began enforcing policies to prevent jumps from occurring. I was still there before they officially put the policies into place. But I never jumped into the lake, and I'm going to do a little side note of, like, why. There was a study where water samples were taken throughout the night where jumps were going on. Like, the ammonia levels in the lake greatly increased throughout the night, and this has been attributed to people urinating in the lake, and it was also concerning that the lake was a potential source of, like, disease infection, like salmonella. 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 Thank you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I knew a few people that jumped and they get like bacterial stuff. Like that lake was disgusting. That's why I never jumped in that lake. Like no. And people get sick. It was a whole thing.
0: I was like, I I am not. Can we just like, there's no natural body of water in Columbus that I would swim in, especially Mirror
1: Lake. You know how many students probably get drunk and like piss on the lake, not even going in the lake, but piss in the lake. (sighs)
0: Yeah,
1: a lot. It's a party school. Yeah. Oh, yeah so I never jumped in the lake because that is why. Too many no-no's. You're smart. It makes me think of like jumping in the lake of all the things happening with like that video where it's like, oh no. He was like, well, you know the video there? I was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make you think of. All right. So let's talk about deaths and injuries for a minute. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Yeah. In 2009, for example, approximately 25 trips were made to the ER for cuts, sprains, and other injuries, of course, exacerbated by the use of alcohol. Mm. In 1985, a student was left paralyzed after making a shallow dive into the lake and hitting her head on an underwater planter.
0: Oh, God. Two- I hate that. Paraly- Being paralyzed is like one of my worst fears
1: imagine you get it to yourself Blew. that's what's even worse
0: well, do you see that story on instagram the the girls at a bachelorette party and someone pushed her in the pool and she was paralyzed
1: wait she was paralyzed and that, they pushed her no 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 or she, after after
0: she got paralyzed because she, she broke her like hit her neck in a certain way paralyzed from the waist down because her friend pushed her in the pool are I they can, still friends i don't know i would never forgive her
1: she probably would never forgive herself
0: god i know that that's tough that's true but still Oof.
1: I'm paralyzed from the neck down oh god i know okay so yeah in 2013 a man was found unresponsive in the lake during a jump and then later died in 2015 okay. a body was found what i remember that you do i don't remember that That was a year after I graduated. In 2015, a body was found underwater after jumping into Mirror Lake during the annual jump. The autopsy concluded that the death was a result of a fracture of the C5 vertebrae, which can lead to paralysis of the arms, legs, and diaphragm, causing death. So probably very similar to what she did. Only his was a lot worse. I know. This is like, it's hard to read this stuff. So now the lake is generally drained each year around the Ohio State-Michigan game to prevent jumps. See? your Ohio State- fans are crazy.
0: It was a tradition that's drained. And it's
1: this is only a few of the things I've touched on. I feel like the lake is just haunted from like students of just uh been idiots. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the 2000 man 2013 I think it was like Austin or something. Do you remember?
0: I don't remember. I just remember it was like a big thing.
1: Well, I wonder if he was the first one that died. So that's a little background on Mirror Lake. Honestly, I just think it is a uh, dangerous pitfall. So,
0: how deep is it even?
1: I don't think it's that deep. This is why I said she did the sh- the shallow dive. Yeah. I, already, I don't think it's I don't that think deep. It's not deep either. I mean, people do like the po- the polar plunge and stuff. So, fucking god, god, people are such idiots. Um, but yeah. So, in the mist near Mirror Lake, a woman dressed in pink floats across the water. According to Ohio State legend, she is the distraught ghost of a woman whose husband, an OSU professor, committed suicide. At the turn of the century, the professor Dick Clark was distraught after a failed oil mining venture in Alaska. A great deal of money was lost, so Clark ended up committing suicide. A student found his body in the vegetable garden where Palmerine Hall is now located. Mm. His wife, angry that the OSU administration had ignored her husband's flight, swore she would never leave the place where her husband died. Because basically the administration was like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And it was not fine. Hence, committed suicide. Good God. She died years later in the 1920s. After her death, the ghost of Mirror Lake began to appear. People Mm -hmm. would say they have seen the pink lady skating or floating across Mirror Lake. Dory Wells, Operations Administrator in the School of Physical Activities and Educational Services, which is located in Palmerine Hall, said the, ver- the vision of the lady is not the only eerie occurrence near Palmerine. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. According to Wells, there have been reports of footsteps in the hallway when no one else was in the building and doors opening up when they were locked. The other spirit is said to be that of a jogger who was killed close to the lake. He is often said to create a cool rush of air as he runs past the visitors to the lake and some say that they have seen his apparition and say that he looks back over his shoulder as he runs, maybe looking back at his killer. There is said to be a ghost linked to Mirror Lake who drowned in the lake during the 1960s. Visitors to the lake say that they have heard frantic splashing, even muffled screaming, as though the drowning is being replayed over and over.
0: By the way, I lose up. The deepest point, four feet.
1: Yeah, Why? okay, so why would you dive into that?
0: Because people are idiots when they're drunk. I did some crazy shit when I was drunk. <laughs> but yeah, that's fucking crazy. Jesus.
1: So that's my little ghost stories. Like I said, I didn't go into full detail. But the problem with, like, mirror Lake like, led into a bunch of the halls in Ohio State, And, like, they're also haunted. And I was, like, I didn't want to get into that because, like, we we went to haunted haunted dorms. dorms. So, I'm, like, I can't get into that because it kept going in that direction. I'm, like, no, I got to focus on Mirror Lake.
0: Mm.
1: But it just – I think Mirror Lake almost seems cursed to me, to be honest.
0: Totally.
1: Like, all the injuries. Oh, yeah. The deaths. Yeah. You know, you get in trouble now. You can get arrested.
0: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: I think sometimes I think I read that they're a little lenient during, of course, the week up to the Michigan game, (sighs) but they still drain it. Good. But it's more like a warning like, hey, get the fuck out. I'm glad they drain it because I feel like it'd be a lot more deaths right now. Because, like I said, OSU fans are crazy. And it's like a mob mentality type oh, of minds totally. you know so we yeah. have like all this group doing it and it's gonna get this group involved and it becomes like a big riot and then that's how bad things happen totally also i never liked mirror lake even i remember just walking by it going to class and then it was like it was it, it, mm, i didn't get a good vibe
0: that's yeah. why i never
1: jumped in it either good
0: i'm glad you didn't no You don't have the curse of mirror lake, touch do you it probably is cursed It's touch the water oof I don't know. I think sometimes, like, when there's been, like, that much, like, trauma and bloodshed, like, it definitely, like, stays – it almost, like, stains that area, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but that's why I was, like, getting into the dorms and then the halls of, on campus. I'm like, let's quit dwelling into that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for another topic. Yeah.
0: Haunted dorms would be super fucking fun.
1: Yeah, Mirror Lake. If you ever come to Ohio State, it's a pretty campus. It's mm-hmm. not the prettiest campus in the world because it's Ohio State.
0: Did um, you say it's the prettiest campus? No, in I said it's oh, not the
1: I was prettiest say. campus. I, was like, I No, was I've sorry. been on some, like, no, like, the Grizzlies, like Montana's campus. Mm. So beautiful. Um, But I was on another campus. So I can't think of it in Louisiana at the end. So that, that was a <gasps> That is pretty.
0: Isn't it? Go- Look at the insides.
1: Yeah, Ohio State is nothing. No, to that.
0: God, no. I know that's what I mean. I who flagler is. I mean Ohio
1: just, State is like too city and it's like ghetto y. You know what I mean? Like it's not a pretty campus. Oh no,
0: it's, it's not. I like avoid campus, like the place. I hate campus.
1: Y'all are crazy down there.
0: Totally. Like after I stopped drinking, I was like, why did I like how did I,
1: I keep coming down here all the time?
0: I loved it when I was like eighteen because they were like help myself. Out myself and age myself here, but there was like sloopies and paninis, and you could get like free pictures of margaritas, and they didn't card you, so I was always on campus getting my free shit or just like wash the X's off, and they're like, oh, whatever, here's a drink, and I'm like, <laughs> No,
1: OSU is kind of ghetto-y. And then you, because it kind of goes into the ghetto, and then you hear about all these stories about women being raped, women being grabbed. Like, it's not a safe campus.
0: Oh, remember the disappearance of the ugly tuna? I don't remember. Girl, I'm old now. I don't know. What happened? The, the, like, guy, he, like, completely disappeared from the ugly tuna. I think it was a guy. It was a guy. Maybe it was a girl. I don't remember. But this person disappeared from the ugly tuna. They walked in, but they never walked out, and there's no security footage as to, like, what the fuck happened to them
1: so they got him on tape walking in Mm -hmm. but never walking walking
0: out out. and no other security footage of like anything else total disappearance and there was
1: like security footage in the front and back that's weird so he could be dead in there
0: yeah might be i don't even know if the ugly tuna is still a thing what is it It
1: it's a bar i don't remember
0: i went (laughs) but like we were always like so scared to go there
1: that is creepy
0: telling you he's probably buried in the shit. walls probably
1: how are you gonna walk in Not walk out
0: cut that's some alien weird shit. stuffed in different purses of ladies like i said
1: osu down. is his own thing then but it's it's i think it's a dangerous camp. like i mean not saying it's that dangerous. it's a date like most dangerous or other campuses aren't dangerous but there are places they're like hey do not walk down that alley by yourself or it's like yep. you got to be careful on that mm-hmm. campus and
0: i mean we live in a big city like we live in a big city. It doesn't feel like that always, but it's big. It is
1: a big city, and like, but it's not the best area. No, no, I mean, especially so. certain place. Like
0: that's what I'm saying. Campus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of there's a lot of activity around. You gotta be careful. I mean, we're safe mostly here so for me and the ghosts. But I mean,
1: but the campus that the house is on that you live in, um, it's a it's a safe campus.
0: Oh, and it's pretty, too. Yeah. I mean, I walk around that
1: campus all the time. It's not a big campus. It was, like, four buildings. Yeah. It's so cute. It's like, little. OSU, you have to take a bus just to get one oh, class God. to another.
0: It's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. I never wanted to do OSU because of that. I was like, no.
1: No. I went to OSU Newark for a while because it was, uh like, ten times cheaper.
0: So much cheaper. It was a
1: longer drive, but it was cheaper. There were four, four buildings, and I went to main campus. My junior or senior year, to finish out my degree. And I was like, I hate this place. Oh, it was too big. I was like, I cannot spend four years here.
0: OU is a pretty campus.
1: Party school. Both. Now, OU is a haunted school, I think. Uh, yeah, Athens it is. is haunted. Yep,
0: super haunted.
1: But I wanted to stick to OG Columbus, and I went to Ohio State, and I can vouch for Mirror Lake. Mirror Lake is kind of creepy.
0: Well, I sent you the the Blood Bowl thing that I was talking about. It's supposed like the gates of hell in Columbus. None
1: of that popped up when I was like trying to figure out what to research. None. of I did not read any of that. That's
0: because like I'm all up on the urban late legends. Like, like earlier I was like, oh, you know, like Chusa, And someone's like, what? And I was like, it's an owl woman. And they're like, huh? And I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a witch who killed children um, so that she had the ability to shapeshift into an owl, and they're like, how do you know this stuff? And I was like, I know too much.
1: Um, do you know this story of, what's her name? La Lorna? La Llorona? Yeah, so I had a client, right? He was talking about her um, so I was like, do you have any ghost stories? And La Llorona's. Shout out, because he listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, and his grandmother would tell him like that story and stuff. Right? Lodio
0: scares me, yeah.
1: and she's like, but don't like mind her any business. It's fine. And he said that he would hear like, what did he say? something like he'd hear her crying like...
0: tries to drown people.
1: I know, but it was something like was it was something he could hear it.
0: probably was I know that she weeps. That um, made me by bodies of water and it kind of like draws kids and then she drowns.
1: Like... yeah, I saw the movie the movie was a little creepy. But I'm pretty that. sure he said he could hear her crying and, like, a Sawyer's crying now. I was like, who
0: is it? Is it Sawyer or Grimm?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said he could hear, like, her crying. Like, he would hear crying.
0: She scares me. Yeah, she drowns kids. Yeah, she fucking scared. She scares me.
1: She drowned her own kids, right? Is mm-hmm. that the legend?
0: Yep. She was with uh, her husband, and her husband wanted to leave her and be with a much younger woman. And uh, so La Llorona, she went crazy, and she drowned her children. And then in a fit of grief, she realized what she'd done. She drowned herself, and now her spirit wanders everywhere where there's water looking for children. But she just drowns them.
1: Women will drown their children just to get back at their husbands. I
0: know. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's really scary. Isn't that what they call like a a lady in white? No, it's something else. I don't remember.
1: Oh, I think so. There's a supernatural episode. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of because I
0: just saw that recently.
1: Lady in white. You know Mm -hmm. who that was, right? Mm -hmm. The one that played her?
0: No, I didn't. Sex Life.
1: (gasps) Oh, It was Billy? It was Billy.
0: Oh, fuck. I haven't watched Sex Life yet.
1: I know. I'm waiting for you, bitch.
0: Alright, let's do it when you move in. We'll watch it when we get into it. Um, so yeah,
1: but it sex. was like 15 years ago. That was her Lady in White. I think it is Lady in White that because she drowned her children.
0: Mm. But then I always hear about ghosts that are Lady in White and they don't like drown their kids. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. We got shit to do. There's probably
1: different significances. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then there's like gray ladies. I think mean, there's lady ladies in white, white lady, gray lady, blue lady.
1: They're probably you could look up it or that and be like, Blue Lady did this. There's What's a pink story? lady. Well, the, they called her the pink lady in Mirror Lake. Mm, there's a pink lady at the Omni Hotel
0: in Asheville. So, she likes to flirt with the men. I'm like, Yeah, like, oh, girl, you did. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, That's what I would do as a ghost. That's not like, even bad. Pinching butts. i like, <laughs> Oh, shit.
1: Pinching butts.
0: I would. I'm probably going to be doing that as an old lady they would be cute like, vibes. oh, she's old. Exactly. They'll be like, oh, grandma has dementia. And I'll be like, <laughs> no, down. They'd like, she she does. She's she's crazy. Don't mind her. And I'll be like, I'm gonna pinch you cute little sassy butt. Well, okay, so next week can be a mystery, but we should it's always do... a mystery. But in like two or three weeks, I think we should do haunted uh dorm rooms.
1: I do too. There's so
0: so many, and we don't have to stick to Ohio. We can go anywhere. No.
1: A lot of the we can go I feel like that's almost a, should be a trigger warning though, because a lot of the dorm ones are a lot of suicides.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I Unfortunately, think they, there was something in Flagler that I didn't catch. Like someone, I think someone might have been in that room with the woman with the chandelier, and she went crazy, and I think she hung herself too. Flagler student, supposedly. But who knows?
1: Why from a chandelier? I feel like that could fall easily. True. I didn't think
0: about that dramatic effect. I mean, t- but to be fair, she was locked in a room of mirrors, so maybe that was like the oh only gosh. thing hanging. So, Yeah. imagine you're in a room of mirrors. I feel crazy. That would fuck me up. Mirrors are scary. I don't, I don't like
1: the mirror houses things. I they hate scare those me.
0: things.
1: Did you ever do Otherworld? Yeah, I did. I wasn't a fan. It was okay. It just reminded me of Stranger Things.
0: It's a cool exhibit, but it's not something I would do repeatedly. No, once is enough. cool. If you guys go to Otherworld, it's pretty neat for like a date or something. I I'm mean, like, so
1: we'll for a date.
0: Yeah, for you and Bartender. <laughs> Bartender, take Montana to Otherworld.
1: No, I've already been there. It's, it's fine.
0: Do better than Otherworld, Bartender.
1: Oh, I like that better. Yeah, do better. Do better. Do better. Do better um but yeah if people want to send emails
0: we're interested you want us to research yeah so. we like this stuff it's super fun it was intense but at least my house is clean it better be yeah <laughs> well i think that wraps us up i think it does
1: anything else to say no any I think more we'll ghost see. stories mm-hmm. Campfire stories
0: hopefully god no more tonight please <laughs> Just need to sleep. I'm only a phone call away. I'm going to salt the fuck out of my windows and doors tonight. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we have a lot to say, so this episode is going to be so long. Holy shit. And I stumbled on my words, and I apologize because I am exhausted. I am running on fumes at this very moment. As always guys, follow us everywhere at Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Which, actually, we need to find more videos to do for TikTok. If you guys want to see anything, let us know. We also have Patreon. And if you want to hear about why Montana and I are going to be roommates again, join Patreon. If you want to hear some uh, stuff for me, join Patreon. Thanks, three or five dollars a month, depending on the tier you are at. We're gonna try and maybe set up a Discord here or something similar. Let us know if you guys would be interested in lives or something. We are here for you. We also do some juicy deets We're, on Patreon. We really do. Like we like we spill the tea and we say names. No one's safe. No, no one's safe. Shout out to all our exes who we name. <laughs> I was thinking about that because uh, one of my exes popped up on my Facebook the other day, and I like liked his photo just to be facetious. I've done that just to be like, <laughs> "I hope you do go on Patreon, you fucker. I named you there, and I called your ass." Out. I have
1: exes that like pop up on like Snapchat, like people mm-hmm. you may know, and I'm like, I just want to like add them just to mess with them. Yeah, because you don't care anymore. No, exactly. I just think it'd be fun because we'll be like. It will make them be like, why is she, why is she adding me? Yeah. Why is she, following? like, it yeah. messes with their mind. I'm yeah. twisted. No, I'm, I'm so twisted. Girl. I get it.
0: I totally get it. I'm twisted. I just want it said here and now. I just, like, start
1: following them on Instagram. I'll be like, yeah. why? It, like, messes with their head for a day. I did my job.
0: I feel like neither of us really care about most of our exes in that oh, way. Oh, God, no. I think there's probably, like, one or two that's still, like, yeah, maybe. At least for me. But anyway, I think that wraps us up, guys so we'll be here same time next week with something we don't know yet spooky sex who knows who knows could be both could be spooky sex sex with ghosts maybe i'll have uh oh that reminds me of something i heard on uh two girls one Ghost. uh maybe i'll have an experience for you guys to recount. i think i was thinking that last night i was like god damn if i could get, get haunted Can I at least be the girl on Two Girls, One Ghost that, like, got something out of it? Like sex. Yeah, she had an orgasm every, every, like, single night from this. And he didn't even, she didn't even feel penetration. She just, like, suddenly had an orgasm. That is so not fair. I know! Did you see that thing about the body count? No. It was like, hey, girls, if you never reached climax, then it doesn't count like it doesn't it it's not it doesn't need to be added to your body count and this one oh, girl, like sex count like mm-hmm, partners mm-hmm. oh and this one girl was like did anyone else's count just drop dramatically or just me
1: <laughs> um oh i will probably be a virgin
0: <laughs> high <five. laughs> oh, my, oh my god look at her Look at her, she is so sad. She loves the attention. Oh well, same Sawyer. Same Z. Yep,
1: I'm a virgin now then. Woo! You're a virgin. I'm a virgin.
0: We're all virgins.
1: Doesn't right? count. Except
0: we're in a couple, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Best couple ever. I five, high five. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's okay, Sawyer. Liz didn't hit me. It was a high five. Oh, Okay, guys, well,
0: before we keep rambling. Yeah, well, Jesus, this episode is going to be, like, three hours long. Holy fuck. Okay, um, we'll see you guys next week, and as always, we love you, brunchies. I love that, brunchies. Brunchies. Shout out to G. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he was mad I called him out about Orange Theory. I'm just kidding, G. Oh, yeah, I forgot we called him out yeah. about Orange Theory. I'm just kidding, was, G. Was he mad? He was a little upset. I love you. I'm just messing with you because that's what we do to each other. Sorry. We just mess with each other. He messes with me all the time at work. He knows it's all just fun and games. But anyway. I feel bad now. Don't feel bad. I love you, G. I love you. Thanks for the support. We love Orange you. Theory is great. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, guys. We got to get out of here. Or we're going to ramble. So have a good night and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.